Black lady, black lady adulting. I got bills, I got school, I got, I gotta do. Got a husband with no kids. Every night we work on it. Black lady, black lady adulting. When someone shows you who they are, believe them the first time. People know themselves much better than you do. That's why it's important to stop expecting them to be something other than who they are. Maya Angelou. Hello friends, welcome back to Black Lady Adulting by yours truly, Joaquina Stone. Thank you for joining me to, on today's episode. We're gonna talk about cancel culture. And I couldn't think of anyone else to kiki with other than my friend Paige. But before she introduces herself, I have to note that like Paige is a dope black creative woman. She actually did my website and the artwork for this podcast. So without her, I don't know how professional my podcast would be or how it would sound or how it would look. So thank you have her to thank for the beauty that is the Black Lady Adulting website. If you have not checked it out, please do. It is blackladyadulting.com. But anywho, I'm going to allow my friend Paige to introduce herself. Go ahead and tell the people who you are. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm doing an ugly cry right now. <laughs> Hi everyone. My name is Paige Hurston. Um, I'm an events manager full-time for my professional job. But also on the side, I guess I am the founder of The Black Creative. Check us out at theblackcreative.net, not .com, .net. Yay! <laughs> um, I'm so happy to have Paige on the show because we always have interesting <laughs> conversations and we always kiki it up. And anybody who knows me knows that I am not an Apple or Mac person, but for my job, I have an iPad and a MacBook. And she's the only person I ever FaceTime on those products. <laughs> because we be wanting to uh, kiki it up. So um, I'm happy to have her to talk about cancel culture. So black girl lip smack. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> you already know how I feel about cancel culture. So people don't, y'all don't know me quite yet. As we continue on this podcasting journey, you'll continue to know me, but I'm here for the cancel culture. And I'll tell you why later, but I guess I'll start by reading um, a quote from Ms. Kelly Rowland. She posted it on her Instagram. So she said, in this cancel culture we live in, I'm so grateful God never canceled me. And I'm sure he could have many a times. Let us always try to remember not to judge others. We honestly don't have the space or authority to. Let us remember to lead with love and kindness. The world has enough negativity for you to pour more into it. Hashtag stop trying to be God. <laughs> so what are your thoughts about that statement and just about cancel culture in general? Um, I would have to say I actually side with Kelly on that. Um, I feel like we are very judgmental uh, when it comes to a lot of celebrities and things that they do out in the public eye. Same, can I curse? Yeah, just, yeah, you curse. <laughs> I'll keep it to a minimum but I mean they do a lot of the shit that we do we just don't get caught it's just not on video we don't have paparazzi following us we do a lot of the same stuff that they do but yet we're so quick to cancel them like they're God or something I don't know I don't know why we judge so harshly these celebrities when they didn't sign up for us to look up to them like honestly I think a lot of them are trying to make a difference but also a lot of them are just out here collecting a bag like this is their job 
why are we sitting here judging them for stuff that we do as well? We just don't get caught for it. Yeah, see, and I feel like, <laughs> I don't, <laughs> I feel like people judge regardless. Like we can say, mm-hmm. we judge, but we judge, like we judge based on how people look or what they wear or what car they drive. Some of us are more like self-aware. So we try not to judge on those things. For me, I I agree with cancel culture. I think the way it is right now, though, is like, we don't cancel people for the right things. Like, I'm not finna yes. cancel B. Simone because she plagiarized, she might have plagiarized her book or she said that, you know, she don't want a man who worked nine to five, which some would seem cla- like see that as classic. So I can understand why people would feel some kind of way. But I don't, so I don't think we should cancel for like petty things. Like, no. Mm-hmm. But R. Kelly. Oh my gosh. That mofo needs to be canceled. (laughs) Like, period. He needs to be canceled. For me, Kanye West, canceled. Not because, and I think, and and Kanye West is interesting because people always conflate like, oh, he has a mental illness. You, you do have a mental illness, Kanye West. And I hope and pray that you get that taken care of. You get back on your meds. You get the therapy, whatever it is you need to, to be mentally well. But your your mental illness it's not the same as you hating black people. Those are two different things. And I feel like, <laughs> like I'm not canceling him because of his mental illness. I'm canceling mm-hmm. him because he has shown time and time again that he doesn't really care about black culture. Like you, you are part of black culture. You actually were a huge part of like black hip hop culture in the early 2000s. But then you just started poo-pooing on <laughs> black people and black women specifically. And so... I think for me, like cancel culture is not, I don't think it should just be so like, like flippant, like, oh, we just going to cancel this person because I don't like the way she wearing her hair. No, it's like, for me, it's more about, and I guess maybe it shouldn't be called canceling. It's more about making sure people know that there will be consequences for their behavior. You can't- Holding them accountable. Yeah. You can't keep like- coming at the black community sideways and then we just forgive you and i think that's what we often do black people are very forgiving black women are very forgiving and loving and nurturing and so we want to help people get better but not at the expense of ourselves so Mm -hmm. that's for me that's why i'm just kind of like okay kelly Rowland, i hear you but um (laughs) and i'm not trying to be god because I, I feel like God, I don't know, like, I'm not God, but me canceling you is similar to me saying, like, I'm not going to allow you to take more of my energy, of my mental space. I'm protecting mm-hmm. my So, there ain't nothing wrong with that. I'm not God, because God is more forgiven than me. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. What, do you, what, are, what are your thoughts? I know I said a lot. <sighs> yeah, I'm, I'm trying to catch up in my mind. So, uh... <laughs> So with the whole situation with B. Simone, I definitely agree she shouldn't have been canceled, especially the um, the nine to five part. Uh, I think a lot of people interpreted that the incorrect way. She just really wanted someone who lived her exact same lifestyle as far as like entrepreneurship goes. Like she's not working in nine to five, like sis is working maybe in eight to 3 a.m. Like you never know. And so I, I get it what she was saying. It just came off incorrectly because we know how B. Simone is and how she talks. Um, the plagiarizing thing. Mm. <laughs> I was riding for her until she did that. Yeah. I mean, who knows what really happened behind the scenes, but I mean, it's, it's plagiarized, sis, and you, plagi- you plagiarize someone from a Black woman, too. Mm. 
I don't know. I mean, it's a mistake. I wouldn't completely cancel her. It's a mistake on her. And hopefully it was a mistake. It was an oversight. Um, I wouldn't completely cancel her or, you know, just talk about her on social media like everyone else does. Kanye West. I don't know, Joaquina. Like, as, as much as I don't really support Kanye West now, um, I, was, I was rocking for him for a while and shit just started to go downhill. But, I mean, we know it's from mental illness, but how do we know him speaking against, like, Black people isn't a part of that mental illness? How do we know, like, it's not something wrong, like, internally that makes him interpret Black people a certain way? Because back in the day, he was on TV talking about George Bush hates Black people, and now he's, he's turned to this, so... How do we know, like, some switch didn't, like, go off in his head, like, oh, you know, Black women suck, or whatever he says about Black people in general. So I don't know. I don't really want to cancel him. I don't really bang with him, but I don't want to cancel him either, especially in public. Like, you do behind closed doors. <laughs> I don't believe in, like, bashing, like, Black people in public like that, really. I really, I, and I, I understand. I do think... To a certain degree, I have a little bit of hesitation, like speaking negatively about black people when it's not just black people listening. Um, mm-hmm. I, I understand that, but for me with Kanye West, I guess the difference is like, bruh, I don't know of a mental illness that makes you hate black people. What, <laughs> what is that mental illness that just like, oh, I'm gonna be respectful to white people, but I'm not gonna respect black people. Like, and that's why I'm like, I don't, and that's why it's hard for me to like, to uh, to think that his mental illness is his anti-blackness is rooted in his mental illness like i think that they're mm-hmm. separate things because i don't think there is a mental illness other than i guess like self-hate that makes you not like black people specifically and so i do think that he has mental health issues i do think that um he should get help for them. But I just don't think that like you targeting black, like I think his anti-blackness stems from him wanting to align with whiteness. Cause to him, whiteness mm-hmm. is, you know, success It's money. It's like, you know, all these things that he's aspiring to. And in order to get to that level of success, I mean, he's already a billionaire, but in order to stay in that space, maybe he just feels like, Oh, well, I have to let go of my blackness or my black community i don't know but i just i i ain't buying it i ain't drinking that kool-aid <laughs> no. like you, you being anti-black that ain't no mental illness like you probably do i mean i do think he has bipolar disorder whatever else he's come out and said that he had but like no dog I, i'm just not buying it maybe i'm just being stubborn but i just i think a little bit <laughs> <laughs> i don't know because I mean, we have some mental illness um, issues like in our family. And from what I've heard from my cousin um, who has schizophrenia, it's very interesting. And my grandmother has it as well. You know, they hear these certain type of voices that wouldn't make sense to you, but it makes sense to them. And he's never said, I mean, as far as I know, he's never said like, oh, you know, I have schizophrenia, but it's just like, you literally never know like what's going on in here. Like my grandmother thinks just because somebody has their phone out oh they're watching her or they're taking pictures of her or you know just like random like stuff like that so I don't know that's just what I wonder I I really want to know like what's happening like in his head to be honest to give like a fair like judgment even though we shouldn't judge but 
like you said, we're going to judge anyway. But to give him a fair judgment, I really wish, like, we could get inside of his head and in his life just to see, like, what's actually going on. Like, is it really, like, he hates, like, Black people? Or is it, like, something in his head telling him, like, to hate them? I don't know. He's a special case. He's a special case. Yeah. I, I don't know. May or may not be a special case. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. But just, like, going, going to that. So... I don't understand, like, I, I loved R. Kelly, E.D., at the end of that. Uh, I do believe he should be canceled. But if we're going to cancel R. Kelly for the shit that he's done, why are we not looking at other celebrities? Let's say Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. Why are we not canceling Michael Jackson out here? Yes, he's the quote-unquote king of pop. But these allegations have been, sur- like, surfing around for a while that, you know, he molested children. Why are we not uh, canceling him? Solange, she's a woman. She's a man beater. I mean, let's be real. No, let's be real. If we're going, if we're and cancel people, let's look at everything. Solange was beating on Jay Z in the elevator. We don't know why, but nonetheless, we saw the video. Uh, Brandy, even though it was an accident, she killed someone. Totally an accident. But are we going to cancel her for being a quote unquote? murderer like why are we picking and choosing who are we canceling or i don't know it's just it's really frustrating and then also like when does it come to the point where we forgive these people um and and that's another issue that we just deal with just in the black community in general with black men being incarcerated when they get out we're still punishing them even though they quote unquote serve their time so that's my other thing with like cancel culture. Like, how long are we gonna like punish these people? Mind you, we shouldn't be punishing them at all for their mistakes that we make, um, that people just don't see. And then it's also like, when are we going to forgive them? But you also said like we're very forgiving as a community, so it's just like I don't know. I don't. I don't quite understand the process of cancel culture really. And I think so. I think you raise a good point that people cancel people left and right with no real rubric to measure like why people mm-hmm. are. I think for me, girl, you know, you said my, my favorite person. Salon. I know Solange. <laughs> Hold on now. And I think the difference is, so I think there's a, a number of things wrapped up in what you said. I think the difference, like, yes, I do think that Michael Jackson should be canceled. I do think that Chris Brown should be canceled. I do think that Kanye West should be canceled. And for me, the reason why those people should be canceled is because of persistent behavior, not isolated mm-hmm. Like Solange, that was an isolated event. Like you can't like she beat she didn't really beat him up, but she attacked Jay-Z in the elevator. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, I don't know, sis. It looked like she was attacking him. I mean, she she did put hands on him. But I feel like that was an isolated event. Like, and even mm-hmm. if it wasn't, I do think that there are, you know, different like gender and power dynamics, like with that situation. It was like a family. We don't know why she attacked him, but we can guess. Like, we can guess. Word on the curb is that he was cheating, obviously, as we found out in Lemonade. And the woman he was cheating with, I think, I don't know if they were at some party together and she talked to him and that's why the songs went off. That was word on the curb. I don't know. I don't claim to be like a gossip columnist. (laughs) But we got to find out just like who shot Biggie and Tupac. And also, uh, what's the other one? Who shot Megan the Stallion? I know. Okay. We will okay, we will come to that in a second. We yes, we're talking about that. 
Um, but no, so I think with certain people, like, you know, at least for me, Chris Brown, Big, not Biggie, Chris Brown, um, R. Kelly, uh, Kanye West, like, I feel like they should be canceled because on different occasions, they've shown that that's who they really are. And so mm-hmm. for me, like, it, not even just that's who you really are, but who you really are harms the Black community. Like, you, like, talking down about the black community saying racism or slavery was a choice or, you know, even with Chris Brown, him, you know, abusing Rihanna, stalking Karuchi, like all these things that have shown like, okay, maybe he hasn't really changed. Um, so for me, that's how I measure, like, I'm not going to measure you just on one thing. Like I'll give mm-hmm. you a few chances. And then after those chances, and like Maya Angelou said, like if somebody shows you who they really are, believe them. Like that's mm-hmm. who they are. And I think oftentimes, yeah, we, they are celebrities. We don't know them. So we can't like say we really know who they are, but we know what they, the images that they put forth. And that's enough for me to make a decision that, you know, I'm not going to support them. Um, And so at least for me, when I think about at what point is somebody no longer canceled? um, For me, it's more about whether they're trying to atone for their mistake. So there's this mm-hmm. guy, his name is Kevin Powell. He is an author. Um, he was on like the first season of Real World, I think, like the very first season, like really, really early 90s. But he was very like misogynistic and sexist. And it's been kind of cool to see his progression because he's done, mm-hmm. he looks like he's done his work. Like he's unlearned like misogyny and toxic masculinity and like, really try to be a better man and so he's like an example and he's not super recent I can't think of anybody super recent but he's an example of someone at least to me who has done like harm to either black women the black community as a whole and like actually try to like change Mm -hmm. you know and that for me is you know yeah, then we can forgive you. You know what I mean? But like for Chris Brown, and I don't follow him closely because I really stopped messing with him after the whole Rihanna thing. But from after what happened with that, like I didn't really see him changing. Like you were getting fights in clubs, you were stalking Karuchi. And then people are like, well, now he has a daughter. So he's a much better man. And I, I don't think, just like AOC said, having a daughter doesn't make you a decent man. Having a wife doesn't make you a decent man. Like, Mm-mm. it's so... I think we got to stop letting people off the hook. Like we need to mm-hmm. have some accountability for how you treat people because I just think in general, and this is just not for black people, but I think in general, we could like people feel like they can treat black people, whatever kind of way. And it'll be all right. Like we still going to buy your records. We still going to buy your shoes. We still going to go to your concerts. We still might vote for you. Like we just, mm-hmm. We just feel like, oh, okay. And I don't think it's like a conscious thing, but I think people think like, oh, okay, it's whatever. The black community will forgive us. And I try to be forgiving, like in real life, like, in, like you know, mm-hmm. people that I know. But like for celebrities, I'm like, I ain't gotta forgive you. I'm, I wouldn't go to, like, I think of it like if I went to a grocery store, if I went to like a small pop, m- mom and pops store and the owner of that store called me a black N word B I T C H. I'm not going back to that grocery store because by me giving you money, that helps you support your family and live your dreams. Like I'm Mm -hmm. not going to support that. So same with celebrities. If you like dismiss and denigrate the black community, I'm not going to buy your 
clothes, your shoes, your albums, whatever, because that helps line your pockets and gives you more power. Like, I'm just not. So I don't know. That was like, that was like a lot, but we ain't <laughs> not careful in Solange because- What? I, I mean- it's not the sa- Like, it's not the same thing. Like you, mole- like M- M- Michael Jackson, I'm about to say MJ. Michael Jackson, um, molesting children, Chris Brown, abusing women, Kanye West, like actively- dismissing and denigrating the black community that's not the same thing as me like going off on my brother-in-law in the elevator like it's just not i mean let's let's be going off and beating on them <laughs> two different things but also so what what makes it more punishable let's say the incident with rihanna was isolated okay he was beating on her we know this What's the difference and why are we not canceling? Why do we, the thought never even came across. I've never even seen it anywhere. The thought to even cancel Solange for what she did to Jay-Z. Do you like, we, cancel her though for that? You think she should be canceled for that? The thing is, I don't want to cancel her because I don't know what happened. No one knows what happened in the elevator. It's one of the biggest mysteries of our time. <laughs> what happened in the elevator with them? Jay-Z told I us, like- he told us he egged Solange on and he knew he was wrong. That's what he said in 444. He was provoking her, not saying that, you know, she shouldn't attack, she should have attacked him. I'm just saying. And and then there it is. Did he lay hands on her? No. Am I saying what he did was right? No, he's a cheater. You cheated on one of the baddest in the world. I think you're stupid as hell, but that's a whole nother story. But nonetheless, did he put hands on Solange? And then that goes to another thing. Like, why do um and I don't believe in this, but why do women feel like it is acceptable to put hands on the men? a man and he doesn't have the right to protect himself i don't i don't really know that's a really like great area mm-hmm. but um i don't know like the, women can't just get away with that like you're still like physically like causing like physical harm to a person so why are we not canceling slides if he never touched her as far as we know why is it acceptable that she was able to beat him in a box <laughs> <laughs> so, look i gotta put in the box maybe because he had nowhere to go he couldn't even run he had to go in a corner and just get beat so in front of his wife. So how embarrassing is that? I mean, Your wife's sister is beating on you in a box. And Beyonce wasn't doing nothing because she probably wasn't. She wasn't doing anything. She was not disagreeing. She was like, yeah, she needs um, But no, I think, and that's where it goes back to like, at least for me, like there's a difference between like canceling somebody, at least for me, and like somebody being held accountable. Should, mm-hmm. should Solange be held accountable for attacking Jay-Z? Yeah. Like, yeah, she should be held accountable. You can't just be going off beating people in a box. Um, but, <laughs> but should she be canceled? Not really, in my opinion. I'm very, if, if y'all don't know me, I am very biased. My idols are <laughs> and Tracy Ellis Ross and Michelle Obama. So, yes, that part. So take what I'm saying with a grain of salt. But um, I think that she should have consequences, but... I think, again, like similar to what I said earlier, it's more about like your consistent behavior. Yeah, we don't really know if Solange has beat other people before. Like it's been rumored that she's had a negative attitude um, throughout her career. Does that equate to like being violent? Not necessarily. Um, But like, I think with like a Chris Brown, to me, yeah, maybe what he did with Rihanna was isolated. But what what to me, what made it feel less isolated for me was, his relationship with Karuchi, 
And like the I thing, think he attacked her as well. Right. I want to so say that. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think that it's isolated. I think like, unfortunately, because he grew up, and I don't, you know, presume to know what these people have gone through other than what they share in their stories. Um, but I think he talked about like how his mom was abused and he saw that. Mm-hmm. He know that, you know, abuse is a cycle of abuse and people learn it. And so is that unfortunate that he learned that and, you know, unfortunately exhibited that behavior in interpersonal relationships? Yes, that is unfortunate. But I don't have time to empathize with men who, because the system is set up for men to to get away with those kind of things. Like that's what happens Mm -hmm. in the patriarchy. Like men can rape women, they can beat women, they can do they can grab women, women by the P-U-S-S-Y and become president. Like, there's no consequences for men. You know what I mean? And so Indeed. I'm just like, I can't, I don't buy into like, oh, like, you know, we shouldn't cancel them, like give them another chance. No, because men has, have had chance after chance. And Black men, unfortunately, are often like, they do face consequences and, and they should. And I think the challenge is that some people equate Black men being held accountable with like, or they'll say things like, oh, well, you know, um, this white guy, he didn't go to jail for raping somebody. So why should this black guy? No, we need to live in a society where they both go to jail. Like, exactly. You know, like equality doesn't mean that black men get to get away th- with the same crimes that white men get to get away with. No, it mm-hmm. means we all are held accountable. And so anywho, that's like a tangent, but I just feel like, you know, Solange, it was probably isolated. Chris Brown, not so much. Kanye West, not so much. And I also think, I think some people don't want to cancel people because it's going to cost them something. Like, if I have to give up Kanye, that means that I can't listen to his music. I can't buy the new Yeezys. I can't, like, none of that. Like, that is, I, think, it is a lot. I think people don't, they don't want it to cost them anything. Like, if I have to, it's easy to cancel B, B- Simone. We'll check it for her. and that's no shade to sis like i want her to be successful and thrive but it's easier to cancel someone who hasn't been ingrained in our culture you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. for me like his music that was like the soundtrack to my college years like and r kelly on top of that right a lot of people was hesitant over r kelly and i can i can admit i was one of those people like yo like r kelly makes jams and I was really hesitant. I mean, I didn't watch um, the series that they came out with. Um, it just felt very triggering. I didn't. I didn't want to watch women go through that. Yeah. But um, I don't know. That that was rough, and maybe I needed to watch it to like officially, like really, like want to cancel. But I was. I can say I was really against it. Like I love like putting on bump and grind and listening to trapped in the closet. That's my jam. It's the like, remix to ignition. Like that used to be the <laughs> Exactly. Like R. Kelly has a hit. So it was really hard to cancel him. Like I can't even lie. Just a quick question. Like if he was featured in a song with other people, like can we not listen to that either? <laughs> you know, I am not here to tell people what to do. I don't. Like I was listening to uh, my title the other day, some playlist, and uh, a song came on where he was featured. It wasn't his song, but he was featured, and I had to skip it. But I like for me, I, I, you know, I everybody else do what makes them comfortable, but for me, I just don't even want to hear him at all because there's another piece of which a lot of people haven't really talked about. And like you, I didn't watch the series because, girl, you know, my spirit be weak. I can't watch that kind of stuff. I get. Angry. <laughs> um, yeah. 
But I, I didn't watch it either. But like, there's, you know, other celebrities that knew what he was doing and didn't do anything about it. And so part of me not listening to songs that he's featured in, I'm like, did this person know what he was doing and just ignored it? Like, and so I just skip it because I don't have the capacity, the emotional capacity to like process some of that. But mm-hmm. that's just me. So I don't know. Do what makes you feel comfortable. I mean, I t- like I-, I told you before, like I love Contagious by the Ivy Brothers. You know, you got some Biggie songs, you got a B2K song. I mean, I only listen to him for 10 seconds, however long his verse is. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't listen to his full-blown songs, so just like features. But that, w- that was hard. Chris Brown is another one that was really hard. Uh, when the whole thing came about Rihanna, like I-, I canceled him for a while. But it seemed like he was like getting better, though. Then the stuff came out about Caruso. It's like, oh, man, yeah. you messing up. But I think he's been pretty clean, like, since then. I know people have been getting, trying to get him caught up, especially with the whole, like, fake gun charge thing that had happened. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. He seems like he's been keeping his head low. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And I will say that I can be pretty stubborn. Like, I asked mm-hmm. a couple of my friends, like, what would you say my worst quality is? And uh, a few people were like, you're stubborn. Um, <laughs> and so I, I will admit that I can be stubborn. And so it's like once it, so I'm stubborn, but I'm also very principled. And so like once I mm-hmm. feel like you have gone against something that is like close to my core, I'm going to stick to my principle and be like, no, I'm not messing with you no more. Um, mm-hmm. So I do know that about myself. And in that regard, I guess I could be a little bit more forgiving. Um, okay, we're on transition. Speaking of cancel. Okay. So we know that Beyonce came out with Black is King, which at your encouragement, I started watching. I have not finished it. I have started watching. And recently, a rapper, female rapper named No Name. Yes, her name is No Name. So when I say No Name, I'm not being shady. That's like actually her name. So No Name made some statements i'm gonna try to pull it up but she made some statements about the new black is king documentary and people want to cancel her for that what do you think Paige, about no name and her comment not necessarily what do you think about her comments but do you think do you think she should be canceled for the comments that she made about beyonce giselle knows carter Um, I don't think she would, I don't think she should be canceled. I will say that everyone is entitled to their thoughts. Uh, I don't think it was that deep for the whole internet to jump down her throat. But number A, you came for Beyonce. You should have known better. You don't do that on the interwebs. Number B, I feel like she didn't watch it in a perspective where Beyonce, um, I, didn't, I feel like she didn't watch it from pers- the same perspective as Beyonce had, like, you know, when she was creating this, this piece of art. I can't even lie. When I watched it, I cried through half of it. Oh. It was one of the top 10 most beautiful things I've ever seen. I'm not even, like, a beehive person, but it was just so beautiful to watch, just the aesthetics. And if you were li- really, like, listening, like, to the words and, like, just the meaning of the whole video just, like, as a whole. It was really, really beautiful. And I think No Name with her comments, she kind of took away from what the what the movie actually meant. Beyonce used a lot of um, African costume designers 
She used um, African cinematography. Like she traveled around like Africa and, you know, did like different scenery and had a lot of like people of, you know, the African diaspora, like within that movie, like, and it was beautiful. And I felt like it was very uplifting. It was very powerful. And just, um, I felt like she gave a lot of exposure to the African community. And I feel like No Name tried to take away from the message what Beyonce was really trying to do. Mm. And um, so I personally don't agree, agree with what No Name said. But even if I did agree, I wouldn't put it on the internet. Like, <laughs> sis, you should know better. Like, you don't ever come. Like, the beehive is vicious. Yeah, come like, honestly, sometimes they feel like a terrorist group. <laughs> They're the worst. Girl. So, but I really think, like, No Name didn't see it in the same perspective of, um, of the vision they had when they were creating this piece. Um, I don't think Beyonce made it in a way where she was trying to... Um, What's the word I'm looking for? I can't cross like that's the word I'm looking for right now, but you're used to seeing these images of Africa where, you know, it, it's a third world country. Like you they don't make it look appealing. I think Beyonce brought the different image to it. Like yeah. it looked so beautiful and it made me excited. I'm like, oh my gosh, like I would love to visit Africa like watching this movie. And I don't know, like, no name. I just felt like she just really took away from, like, a powerful moment, like, within the Black community. I don't know. I can't bang with it. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm going to read the tweet. Um, it was tweeted on July 31st, 2020. We love an African aesthetic draped in capitalism. Hope we remember the Black folks on the continent whose daily lives are impacted by U.S. imperialism. If we can uplift the imagery, imagery, I hope we can uplift those who will never be able to access it. Black liberation is a global struggle. So I don't disagree with what No Name is saying. And I, so I started to watch Black is King. I agree with you, the aesthetic of it, at least so far, the first, what, 30 minutes that I've seen, beautiful. Like, I think that, I agree with you, the images that we typically get of different countries in Africa are, bulging bellies and flies in your eyes mm -hmm. poverty and like all these mm -hmm. things and while that does exist in some places on the continent we can't forget that some of that exists because of white supremacy and colonialism and imperialism mm -hmm. u.s imperialism so there's that which i do i do acknowledge that however how the ever i do also <laughs> understand that because those are the images that were often fed about different countries in Africa, that's what's associated with the continent. And so mm -hmm. in an effort to kind of like shift people's thinking, Beyonce did a beautiful job of like highlighting some of the, the things that we don't see and, um, and reminding us that blackness is beautiful and it's, we're, we're a part of something way bigger. Like we're not just mm -hmm. black we are tied to the continent. So that I agree with. However, I don't think there's anything wrong with being critical of somebody. Like the way that people were like, oh, no name, attack Beyonce. I don't think that that's an attack. That's, an, that's a critique. It wasn't an attack. That's yeah. a critique. And like, I feel like you can critique someone or, or something and still hold it near and dear to your heart, still value it, still appreciate it. Some people critique things that they don't value and appreciate, and that's fine too. But it's like, 
I don't think there's anything wrong with being critical. And I, I also think that sometimes it's really hard as someone who, who care, me personally, as someone who cares about the black community and who you know, has read about different theories, critical race theory, Afro-pessimism, anti-blackness, all these different theories. It's almost like once you start learning about that stuff, you can't really mm-hmm. shut that off. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, it's hard to not look at things through that lens. And so I can say you woke, Sam, you woke. Well, you know, I don't know. <laughs> you, can't, you can't go back to sleep. You right. woke. <laughs> right. Well, exactly. I think that's, that's a good way to put, put it. Once you woke, you can't go back to sleep. Um, and, and so I don't think, so with No Name in her comment, I don't really see it as an attack or her like coming at Beyonce sideways. I think it's just an observation. And I think that it's a, it's a fair observation. Like, I don't think, and Beehive, please don't co- come for me. Um, I really do like Beyonce. Um, <laughs> but I, I don't think that we should equate like being critical with being a hater or attacking somebody. Like, I can be critical of something and still think it's dope. Now, we don't know. This This is just one tweet. So I don't know what the rest of her thread might have looked like. Maybe she said some other things that were harmful. Um, but there are if we are honest, if we are honest, um, there, there are going to be a certain group of people on the continent and black Americans who will never have access to some of the material things that Beyonce highlights either in her music or in her video. Like there are going to be people who don't have access to wealth, who don't have access to education, Mm -hmm. who don't have access to, you know, clean water to food and these are things that like we should be working to fix her comment really reminded me of like you know african-american liberation is tied to black liberation on the continent it is like and until we can all be free no one is free and so i i understand i just kind of feel like damn like we about to cancel well i'm not but people about to cancel her which is again it's easy to cancel no name because who's checking for no name but I feel like the timing was just off. I feel like the timing was off and also what she associated it with. I'm not saying like her, her statement is invalid. Um, it, it's very real. It's very true. But to associate that with Beyonce's visuals, when usually the visual we get of Africa is everything, like you said, the bulging bellies, the, the flies, everything. And I'm not saying these these images, these beautiful images of Africa don't exist, but a lot of them are not exposed to them. And of course you get Beyonce, I mean, who's known globally. And she really put on the map, like she put a lot of like African, like underground artists, like on this album mm-hmm. within this video. And I felt like that was a form of liberation. Mm-hmm. Like these people who may not have had access to the publicity that they would, you know, that they were trying to get like while in Africa, you come across Beyonce, like, you're, you're going to blow up. Let's be real. The costume designers, like, everyone was talking about, like, um, I was reading how sales just went up for a lot of the African, like, costume designers that were, like, in this movie. And um, Beyonce is only one person at the end of the day. Uh, I feel like she did an amazing job um, of her form of liberation of African people. Yeah. Uh, you know, we all have our forms of protest or our forms of like liberation. And I think people have to be a lot more open-minded than that. Um, that it looks differently for a lot of people. Yeah. And I feel like Beyonce uh, and her team, because it wasn't all Beyonce, her right, team is right. magnificent. They deserve the credit. Uh, 
I think they just did a, a very like beautiful job. Like they didn't just take like the African aesthetic. Like they put like the African diaspora like within like the movie, like all the behind the scenes, like were mainly like African people. So um, I don't know. Like I said, I don't agree with Nona. I, I don't feel like she should have associated that comment with that movie, which was something that was very just like uplifting for the black communities as a whole globally. And um, I, since it was a good moment for us and you're trying to ruin it. And I, I didn't, I didn't, I don't like that. Um, I felt like it was just a very just positive, just like powerful thing that Beyonce did. And like I said, I'm not part of the Beehive or anything, but I just think it was it was it was very very beautiful, in and out um, the movie. And No Name could have just said that just like in general, but um, she shouldn't associate with the movie. Like I would cancel her <laughs> based <laughs> off that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know like I don't I don't like when people don't like beautiful art it was so beautiful but that's the thing with art that for you it can be beautiful and for no name it brings up some unresolved issues with how the U.S. it's all about perspective you're right you're right and so it's hard it's, it's really hard and I, I think with Beyonce um you know I, I want, and I don't even think I had that perspective so I appreciate you for bringing the perspective of like this is her form of protest and like being a part of the liberation process by putting on people that may not mm -hmm. have been put on. And so that is a good point. That is how you elevate, you know, some of the, the artists, the, you know, the costume artists, the designers, the music mm -hmm. like who people may not have known, known about. So that, that is valid. And I think that that's a dope point. I just don't think that, I think it's okay to be critical though. And I understand. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the time it might feel off, but it's like, people don't really like critical, people being critical anyway. So when is the right time to be critical? You know what I mean? Like people are gonna feel yeah. about it regardless if she said it now or if she said it a year from now. Um, mm -hmm. I think to make space for people to bring different perspectives. Like I don't have to agree with you on everything. Like one of my friends, I don't agree with him on pretty much nothing. But like, <laughs> it's okay because there is room for us to still be friends and not agree on everything. Like people who you Absolutely. don't bring, you know, different perspectives and maybe challenge you to think a little bit differently. So, I, and I will say, I just want to point out because there are other people who responded to No Name who were like, um, basically Africans who were like, how dare you speak for African people? Like um, one tweet specifically, I'm gonna try to bring it up, but we're basically we're saying like you, you by you like speaking for African people shows like your privilege. I just want to point out one, not the fact that I need to prove myself, but I just need to say this. One, I am African American. Like I am Nigerian American. So I feel like I have space to talk about both being black in America and the experience from Africans. Um, so I just want to point that out because I don't want nobody coming for me. But at the same time, even if I wasn't, like, even if I was just, you know, a Black American, like, how come, and maybe it is a point of privilege where, you know, people feel like, oh, I can speak on behalf of this group, but, like, why can't somebody be critical? Why can't No Name have that opinion and not, and not, like, why does her voice have to be silenced just because she's not African? Like, I don't know. I just thought that that was an interesting response as well. Um, some, so there were some people that were like, you actually pissed me off. You really tweeted this with your chest. And in the process, 
made your voice <laughs> louder than the African people who created this film, who actually lived these experiences. And then you spoke like you knew better because what? You read a book? Please, man. So that was one person. But then somebody else said, as an African, I didn't see anything wrong with her tweet. She's right. Black people are suffering on our continent and everywhere in the world. The imagery in Black is King is great, but it literally has Afrocentric depic depictions of capitalism. Again, I think that the conversations that are being had, like, are different conversations and people need to like, mm -hmm. okay, Beyonce's art, Afrocentrism, and Black Americans, like, need to uh, center themselves in African history and culture because we're not tied to things. Um, the experiences of some Africans on the continent. So I don't know. It's a lot. It's a lot going on there. But um, I don't know. I think it's okay to be critical. But that's also somebody who I'm often very critical of things, and I annoy people because I <laughs> look at things through a different lens, and I feel like I'm always like the naysayer. Where it's not like I'm trying to be negative, but it's just you know. You're woke. I don't even like saying I'm woke. Like you are though. Like you are very in tune with um what's the word I'm trying to get? Like you're just very in tune with everything. Like you don't see everything like surface level. Like you can always look at, you know, look at a situation with like deeper meaning. Well, Everybody not like that. It's like you've entered the fucking matrix. Like, I mean, this is sort of it. You're in the matrix, sis. That's what it is. It's okay. If, you, if I told you I've never seen the matrix. Oh my gosh! Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh! I haven't. Have you stress me out. <laughs> <laughs> you stress well, Paigey, I am gonna wrap up this conversation. Thank you so much for oh. joining this podcast. This was very great conversation. I should have you on more often. I would love to. You know, I love a good kiki with you anytime. And now for the my. Girlfriends segment. Today's segment is dedicated to none other than Beyonce Giselle Knowles Carter. While I am not a member of the Beehive or the Bayhive, I don't even know how you're supposed to say it. I'm not a member, but it is important to recognize impactful art from a Black woman. In Black is King, Beyonce shows us the vast beauty and diversity of Blackness. Women and men of different skin tones reflecting and embodying the brilliance and beauty found in every aspect of the earth, which is shown back to us through our Black bodies. That's amazing. In Black is King, Beyonce reminds us that we are a part of something bigger. Black people across the globe are more than the pervasive, toxic narratives and stereotypes rooted in white supremacy. We were and we are queens, kings, princesses, princes, we are royalty. Now, while there is some harm in romanticizing the, romanticizing the ancient kingdoms of Africa, um, we, we, I understand that these kingdoms also perpetuated what we would now call sexism, body mutilation, classism, and in some cases, pedophilia. There were like 13-year-old girls marrying 40-year-old men. Um, so while I understand that it can be problematic to romanticize the ancient kingdoms in Africa, I also understand and acknowledge the context in which Beyonce's film slash mu music video was created. So for example, images of different countries in Africa often show poverty, illness, famish, uncivilized people. Half the time, folks are referring to the continent as a country. During a time where many people are asserting that Black lives matter, Black life on the continent 
also matters. The false narratives that Africa is full of disease and hunger and everyone lives in a hut is problematic. Why? Because number one, it removes the humanity of people on the continent and those in the African diaspora. Number two, it ignores the role that Europe played in destabilizing the continent and putting it in the position that it's in right now. And number three, in terms of Black Americans, it makes us want to want to distance ourselves from the images of Africa. So that's why when I was growing up, folks called you know Africans African booty scratchers because we didn't see ourselves in Africans. Like we we African Americans were different from Africans, and that is part of the problem with these harmful narratives about the continent, amongst other things. Those are not the only things, but those are a few. So what Beyonce does is reminds us that there is, as Chimamanda Ngozi Adichie notes, a danger in a single story. If we continue to view countries in Africa through a narrow white lens and gaze, we risk assigning a single story, a stereotype about our brothers and sisters on the continent. And while No Name's critique of Black is King is not invalid, Black is King shows a different side of what people have come to know about Africa. It disrupts a single story about African countries, people, and culture. Recently, I had an opportunity to sit in on a talk uh, with Dr. Carr from Howard University. He is an associate professor in the African American Studies Department. While he is much more than that, I think he's a genius. Um, That is his title um, at the institution. And he mentioned that we cannot promote freedom in one aspect while perpetuating other forms of oppression and hierarchy in others. In some ways, I think that's what No Name was trying to say. Beyonce promotes blackness and whether knowingly or unknowingly, she's also in some ways perpetuating classism, materialism, capitalism, imperialism. And although Beyonce is telling us to be proud of our blackness, we cannot forget that the social construction of race is tied to a violent history, white supremacy, and colonization. When we are rooting ourselves in in an identity, in a racial identity, we have to do that in a way that decenters whiteness. As Dr. Carr mentioned in his talk, we must ground ourselves in the cultural construction of race, not the social construction. So when you're learning about your family tree and maybe some of y'all are doing, you know, Ancestry.com and you find out that you're Cameroonian, it's about learning about that culture, learning about the tribes, learning about that country and doing so in a way that promotes positivity related to our identities in the cultural sense, not in the social sense. So when you ground yourselves in culture, in understanding history, and you do so in a way that honors your heritage and the black people around the globe, it has a positive effect on the larger image of black folks in America, black folks on the continent, black folks all around the globe. And so that is what Beyonce was encouraging us to do in Black is King. She was encouraging us to understand and acknowledge the cultural aspects of racial identities, not just the social ones, which teaches us very negative things about Black people. And so for that, Beyonce, we thank you, girlfriend. The world needed to see Black is King, and we appreciate the work that you continue to do to uplift Black people, specifically Black women, Um, and we just, you know, 
We give praise where praise is due. So that concludes the this episode of Black Lady Adulting. Please join us next week for another episode. Be blessed.